Welcome to another episode of the Yellow Cup podcast. October is ending. Wave goodbye to October. And the UK is going down into a second lockdown. Yay. Now, Yellow Cup podcast is a fun and honest lifestyle magazine podcast hosted by your favourite journalist. It is I, it is me. You can expect conversations with no filter, ranging from social media trends to current affairs. Usually things are fun, but today is going to be a little bit of a, just a serious one, as you can probably tell by the title, and each episode will see me invite a guest, I decided against that this week, who I like to call co-hosts, to join me in my conversations as we drink from our yellow cups. Mm, Not really in the mood to drink from a yellow cup today. You are now listening to Yellow Cup Podcast with Toby Rachel. When we said Black Lives Matter, we meant black lives all over the world. Not just the ones in America. I make this statement really carefully and after much consideration since the start of this month, since the start of October. You know, the start of October, you know, we began especially in the diaspora, celebrating Nigerian quote-unquote independence. But really and truly, what we were doing, for those of us who are Nigerian or have Nigerian friends, we are really just celebrating culture. We knew that the government had, and governments in many countries, had, had a lot to answer for. It isn't the first time I've noticed how American-centric we as a global people can make discussions it happens all the time when looking at health research or sociological issues movie reviews heck the movies we watch the music we watch and culture it can be very American-centric sometimes you can see in the way people create content Will this work in America? Will the Americans love this? Is it in English? Some of us know more about the American presidential election than political candidates in our own country. And I don't blame you. I don't blame us. What is concrete fact in the United States of Donald Trump's orange land can be a unicorn in Bali, Indonesia. And for the record, when I was in Bali, I did not see any unicorns. As far as I am concerned, they don't exist. So as people, we're equal, but we're not the same. And that's okay. But what is not okay is something I've noticed. So we'll start talking about SARS and SARS. What is it? 
no, it's not a virus. Uh, SARS stands for Special Anti-Robbery Squad. A notorious unit of the Nigerian police with a long record of abuses. And a part of me thought, I might, shall I, you know, explain what SARS is in this episode? But a lot of people have already done that in the last month. And they've done it so well. And all you need to do is Google because the information is not secret, it's not hidden. So I decided against, you know, explaining what SARS is. So what am I doing then? If I'm not explaining what SARS is. Why am I recording this episode? No wonder this was going to be a difficult one. I don't even know if I'm going to put this out, but I've just really delayed and delayed in recording this. (laughs) I really have. And I'm usually very punctual with episodes. This is about two days late, which is ridiculous. I don't even like being five minutes late when it comes to content and, you know, putting things on the internet. I'm very aware of algorithms and whatnot. And SARS has been very, um, the end SARS movement has been very close to my heart. I've had like anxiety about other things in the world. But when it comes to end SARS and having family members, it's, it's not a secret. I'm Nigerian. I'm British Nigerian. I live in London and um, raised in a Nigerian household. And I have family in Nigeria who were right there in the middle of the mess. And having your cousin, your flesh and blood, basically my brother because that's my bro multiple people in your families but in particular you know one um, person in my family sending me videos of literally bullets flying by just being like how can I even get into my bed comfortably and sleep knowing that this is going on and has been going on and you know people are protesting something and then there was a massacre that night the 20th of October I just won't forget the the feeling of sickness, just feeling so sick. But knowing that my feeling sick was a physical reaction to the mental distress. And that drove me insane. It drove me insane When I came to the realisation that organisations, and I will name them, like BLM, US, have been pretty much silent on the matter. Now, I'm not going to get into a whole conversation, should celebrities say anything or should they not say anything? Because that's debatable. And, you know, we are a generation of... (laughs) where we believe we're all social commentators and everybody else should be a social commentator. And sometimes people need to do things. And they're not naturally, they're just not natural with the social media. Social media is not life and we have to be careful to not equate it to such. Of course, there are some of your faves should speak out because they've made money from Nigerian culture. Did a whole damn album with Anyway, I digress. I'm not here to talk about Beyonce, but I, I digress to people who are doing, and they have said that Black Lives Matter all over the world. 
honestly, if you're listening from wherever, like, I get listeners from all over the world, and, and I don't want to isolate people or, you know, point fingers or whatever, I just implore us all to keep the same energy, to keep the same energy that, and I'm using we to be kind, but if the shoe fits, it really fits, and you better wear that shoe well, adjust it, walk the walk, and listen. We need to keep the same energy. Organisations, if you say Black Lives Matter, should Black Lives Matter everywhere not matter too? Completely agree, all Black Lives Matter, right? No matter what religion, no matter how you identify, life matters. It's just a basic human right for your life to matter and you shouldn't be slaughtered by the police. Should black lives only matter when it is police brutality that is inflicted by a majority of white police against a black community? Or should black lives also matter when it is black lives in a black country riddled with bad governance? Bad governance that has actually been left over by a white British empire. But that's a story for another day. Honestly, these are questions I pose. I actually had a guest planned for uh, this podcast. Should I say who they are? Let's just say this guest would have been able to answer my questions. You know, why does it feel like with organisations that not all Black Lives Matter? and And I come with facts. You know, it took weeks and weeks and weeks before... Certain organisations who said they stood for all black lives came out to speak. And they left, you know, a measly statement. But if it was anything else, oh my God, the voices would be loud. And this particular organisation, one of the co-founders was actually, you know what, I feel like this person will never come on my podcast now that I'm saying these things. But how would I actually be able to sleep well at night if I'm pandering? You know, this platform is not to panda it's not that if you thought it was you're really at the wrong place i didn't write any notes for this episode so my train of thought is just going left right center up and down and i'm gonna end it very soon at two months with with whether i will actually hit publish on this but who knows we'll see but as i was saying before i digressed It's interesting because at the time this was happening, this organisation and one of the leaders of the organisation had a book coming out about the power of people, the power of protest. Would this not be the perfect time for you to stand by and say, yes, end stars, end police brutality against black people? I mean, I want police brutality to be ended for all people, of course. But an organisation that says Black Lives Matter, I'm just, do you know what? This is just, I'm just provoking thoughts within my listeners. That we should hold people accountable. People should be held accountable, rather. Am I saying I wouldn't support the movement? Of course not. I would, like, I support the movement. I still 100% believe in the movement, but it's okay to point out you know, flaws that you may see, because I don't, because me pointing this out 
doesn't mean that I'm kind of like, oh my God, I don't, I don't believe in the movement or that as people we could be united all over the world. Ugh. Honestly, I do. I just think that these things, even though they look tiny, can grow and become something else. And I, and I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that at all. I'm also quite glad that I didn't spend this episode explaining what NSARS is. Like I said, it's very, very available online. But I do want to direct in case you want to like keep up to date with things that are are um, going on online. I will put in the description of this uh, episode, you know, people that you can follow online. Um, a lot of the NSARS news is coming forth through social media, mainly Twitter, because Instagram did it. Inst- I don't know. I feel like Instagram sitting on a bad boy piece of information because they are apparently maybe possibly shadow banning people who are posting about in stars allegedly <laughs> um yeah i'm not gonna go into the petitions or what petitions you need to sign i feel like a lot of people have said these things i'm just here to provoke thought and and honestly to randomly rant and do i know what this what purpose this episode serves honestly i don't Every single episode that I've put out on my podcast has pretty much been planned, apart from, I guess, episode 45, where I just put the mic on and I spoke. But every other episode has been pretty much planned, and I'm like, yeah, I I know with this how this is going to go. With this, because it's just so close to my heart, it's distressing, and I I was just like, do I even want to talk about it? But... I have a platform, how can I not talk about it on this platform? I've spoken on it on other platforms that I have. If you follow me, you'd know that. And through my work, of course, like my day job. And there's so many topics that I could have covered, but the sis is tired. The sis is tired. So there are people on the ground who are doing the good work. Follow Feminist Co. I highly recommend you guys follow Fowles, who was a guest on my pod in March. It was like such a long time ago. It was literally days before lockdown uh, that he was on my pod. And it was, and you know, we did, we did, we spoke about, you know, politics globally in Nigeria. And I know most of my listeners are British and American, but it's really important that we do open our eyes to the things going on in the world. And my ramble has been enough. I'll be back in two weeks. I've got some exciting things that I want to announce and podcast wise and stuff like that. So I'm just yeah, I'm really looking forward to chatting to you guys. You are now listening to Yellow Cup Podcast with Toby Rachel.